So much of our life seems to depend on our being on time. Now, in normal circumstances, that would involve an, an 8.35 morning registration at school or um, catching a train or a plane. In our current lockdown state, it means being on time for a Zoom lesson or a chat with a form tutor. Somehow, there always seems to be a pressure on us to show up for the next thing. In previous generations, we needed to be on time to enjoy our favourite programmes on radio or television. Though, curiously, that's no longer necessary because of catch-up services. But back then, if you and I agreed to meet at 2pm at Kingston Station, we both needed to commit to being there and on time as a matter of grave importance because we had no mobile phone and no means of contacting each other if we were running late, to use that uh, curious expression. Five, six hundred years ago, people could tell the time by clocks in the clock towers, and often I've imagined people waking up in the middle of the night thinking, well, what time is it? But of course, there would be no way for them to know when no clock was in sight. And then... In the, uh, the early 1500s, a German, Peter Henlein from Nuremberg, invented the mainspring and made it possible to have a portable clock. Now, these uh, watches are actually quite big and heavy and, and not particularly accurate. But accurate timing can, in some circumstances, be a matter of life and death. Navigators, for example, need a very accurate timepiece for working out their true positions at sea. And over the centuries, many, many ships have been wrecked because they were not where their navigators thought them to be. We have little excuse today for not being on time, or for that matter, not failing to use our time properly, as we mostly have easy access to time. This wasn't the case uh, in the old days where, believe it or not, people used to use their analogue telephone to dial Tim, the speaking clock, on one, two, three, and then to listen to a voice telling you what the time was. One of your teachers at Hampton Court House, uh, you may know who he is, is fond of saying, if you're not five minutes early, you are five minutes late. And that is a remarkable maxim to live by, and a one which people undoubtedly notice that you're on time, punctual, and therefore courteous. There is a slightly, slightly funny but also thought-provoking blog called No, You're Not Running Late, You Are Rude and Selfish, and um, I commend it to you. I'll, I'll attach the, the link to that blog with this assembly. For we all lead busy lives. But, as the author of that blog writes, it is a cop-out to use that as an excuse. It's simply, he argues, that some people no longer even pretend that they think your time is as important as theirs. And technology can make it worse, as texting or emailing that you are late somehow means that you are no longer late. In the world of acting, you can never, ever be late. If you are late for an audition, you can forget it. If you're late for a rehearsal, 
and keep other actors, the director, waiting. Or worse still, if you're making a film and you keep the entire set, the camera crew, the, the boom operator and sound recorder waiting, you'd soon be out of a job and never work again. Now, in the 1950s, you could to some extent be a diva and arrive late. But today that won't wash. And certainly top acting schools like um, East 15 in London will actually throw you off the course if you're late for classes, on the grounds that if you can't always be on time, you're not fit to be a professional actor, however talented you may be. In our daily lives, we are all relationship managers. We have relationships, good or bad, with our parents, our brother or sister, our form tutor, our teachers, our neighbours, the postman, the postwoman, uh, the cashier we see regularly at Tesco. Prioritising the quality of all these relationships is certainly necessary if life is to be one with reduced stress and strain. And doing things when you say you'll do them and being on time is part of that process. Is this not what schools are for? Not for learning facts so much. In many ways we can do this through our own independent reading or through enlightening YouTube videos. What a school community does is to give us all an opportunity to practice our relationship skills, to keep our agreements with each other, and if we can't keep them, to, to renegotiate them with each other in good time, and, and that's absolutely fine. But it all requires mastery of time, thinking about time and how we use it. Time, unlike beauty or, or brains, is something which is equally distributed. We all receive the same 24 precious hours a day. And it's up to us to plan and to think about how we can best use them. Have a good day, everyone, and see how you can best use your next 24 hours. See you tomorrow.